following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It does not matter who the host is. That is for sure. Anyways, how are you? Oh, my Lord. I cannot believe we are already in the first day of August. Boy, where has the time gone? What is going on? How are things occurring in this fashion so quickly? Anyways, I hope everything is good and grand in your neck of the woods. Anyways, today is Monday, August the 1st of 2022, day 213th of the year, and only 152 days left to go. Yes, that is a one five and a two, my friends, um, in regards of what is going on. So there you go. Anyways, how have you been? How was your weekend? Did you do everything that you were proud of? Uh, if your mom called you, would you be excited? I mean, I'm just asking. Uh, just some things to think about as we are talking and hanging out on this lovely, lovely, lovely Monday. Anyway, so let's start talking right away. Uh, well, I guess I probably should tell you where I'm at. If you don't know, I am in Orlando. That is where we are broadcasting uh, from because that's where the majority of these shows come from. We are coming across on Safety FM and then, of course, at that other place as well. Radio. Yes, hanging out with our friends at RadioBig.fm. So just in case if you're wondering. Uh, so let's get into it right away and start talking what was trending because uh, people are going to want to know that because uh, that's always what is occurring. So let's start talking right away. Saturday was National Cheesecake Day, so some people were very excited about that. Um, enjoying some cake of the cheese, um, if you can. Uh, also, what else? Um, hashtag Trump was right about everything was trending on Saturday. No explanation there. Um, let's see. Sunday was National Mutt Day. Not sure what the hell was going on there. And then, of course, George Jetson was uh, trending on Sunday after Twitter users pointed out that the cartoon's dad's birthday is listed as July 31st, 2022. So he was being born to someone yesterday. Something to think about, of course, as you are talking. Social media um, users reacted uh, reports that Charles, um, Prince Charles has accepted payment from the family of Osama bin Laden. We can talk a little bit more about that if you're so inclined and care uh, so much about it. We can do all that stuff, too. Uh, so just in case, if you're not familiar with how this whole thing works, we can talk about it because it's a simple process on how we do the things that we do. Uh, what we do is we talk about safety in the news, news and safety, and then go from there. Kind of an easy standpoint um, in regards of doing that. So don't worry about that portion. We'll make sure to take care of you as we are talking. Also during the show, we bring in some professional broadcasters that will tell you about what's going on inside of this lovely world because that's important. And then I'll come back. I'll talk a little bit about it. And then we go from there. 
kind of the way that it goes. Kind of a simple process. I don't think it's that difficult of what I just explained. Think about it in that fashion. Uh, so with that being said, do we start it off with some professional broads? I think we can do that if you're so inclined uh, to do so. So maybe we should start taking a look at what is going on inside of the news. Oh, yeah, before I say the next part, if you want to interact with the show, it's a simple process. Very simple. Go to callinradio.com. Three options there, video call, audio call, and messaging. I will tell you, the messaging normally gets you a little bit more a little more bang for your buck there, if you know what I'm saying, because I pay a lot more attention to those because if I'm in the middle of talking, I normally don't try to stop and go, you, you, you kind of get the point. Uh, so callinradio.com. If you want to watch the... If you want to watch this instead of listening to it, which I prefer, the preferred method is listening, but if you want to watch it, you can do that too. All you have to do is go to safetyfm.com and click on the section that says visual radio. That is our preferred method, just in case if you were wondering. Now let's get you into the news because now I've given you the info. Here is the news on the Raising Our Safety Show. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. China is warning the U.S. about a possible visit to Taiwan by the Speaker of the House. A Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson said today that China's military will not sit idly by if Nancy Pelosi visits Taiwan this week. The California Democrat begins a tour of four Asian countries today in Singapore. Senator Joe Manchin is defending the work being done in Congress to curb inflation. We have a serious problem in inflation and we've got to defeat it. Appearing on NBC's Meet the Press, the West Virginia Democrat said the Inflation Reduction Act would take some pressure off the U.S. economy. Manchin also said the bill won't increase taxes for the American people. Instead, he says it closes a loophole for companies worth a billion dollars or more by requiring them to pay a minimum 15 percent corporate tax. President Biden has tested positive for COVID a second time. The president's physician says he's restarting isolation despite having no new symptoms. Maura Barrett with more. He tested negative. On Tuesday evening, Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, and Friday morning, but he just tested positive again late Saturday morning. Dr. Kevin O'Connor had previously warned of the potential for a rebound in positive test results among a small percentage of cases. For his part, Biden tweeted he's still at work but will self isolate for the safety of everyone around him. The 79 year old chief executive tested positive for COVID 19 on July 21st and left isolation on Wednesday. Voters in five states head to the polls Tuesday. Mark Mayfield with more. It's primary election day in Arizona, Kansas, Michigan, Missouri, and Washington. In one race to watch, Arizona's Republican House Speaker could end up losing his primary for an open state Senate seat after testifying before the House Committee investigating the January the 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Rusty Bowers told the Democrat-led panel that former President Trump had pressured him to reverse the election results in a state that Joe Biden won. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. Future Story News in London. I'm Julia Chapman. United States House Speaker Nancy Pelosi begins a tour of the Indo-Pacific, but there's no mention of Taiwan. India increases health monitoring after the nation records its first monkeypox death. Rishi Sunak pledges to cut UK income tax if he becomes Conservative Party leader. And England's Lionesses win the women's Euro 2022 football title. 
More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. The heat wave is going into the record books for the folks in Seattle. Brad Ford reports. Sunday marked the sixth day in a row with temperatures above 90 degrees. There have been eight days this summer with temperatures in the 90s for Seattle, and that's the fifth time that's happened since 2015. A cooling trend is coming this week with highs in the low 80s and maybe some drizzle on Wednesday. Basketball legend Bill Russell is dead at the age of 88. Legendary Boston Celtics coach Red Auerbach says Russell was the greatest player that ever lived. Russell was dedicated primarily, what do I have to do to win? Russell's family announced the passing of the former Celtics great on Sunday. He won 11 NBA championships, five league MVP awards, and also became the first black head coach in the NBA. Russell was considered by many as the greatest player in league history. Former President Obama awarded Russell the nation's highest civilian honor, the Medal of Freedom, in 2011. The NBA honored him with its Lifetime Achievement Award in 2017. A legend in the world of opera will receive a posthumous star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The Hollywood Chamber of Commerce says Luciano Pavarotti will be honored August 24th in the live performance category. Pavarotti's star will be located in the 7,000 block of Hollywood Boulevard. The ceremony will be attended by his daughter, Christina Pavarotti, and the Los Angeles Opera Music Director, James Conlon. Luciano Pavarotti performed at opera houses worldwide from 1961 to 2004. Fans are waiting to hear a decision on whether Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson violated the league's conduct policy. Multiple outlets are reporting Sue Robinson, the judge deciding Watson's fate, is set to announce a decision on a possible suspension sometime today. Watson was accused of sexual misconduct by dozens of massage therapists during his time with the Houston Texans. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. The WorkWise Summit is an interactive two-day gathering that will bring like-hearted leaders together like never before as we discuss ways to better align HR, safety, and operations around one common goal creating the future of work together. Day one will focus on self-performance with talks with leading experts on how to live and lead at our best. Day two will focus on organizational performance with discussions on what we can do together to break down silos and foster action. The work summit will take place at Coker Tire Museum in Chattanooga, Tennessee on Thursday, September the 22nd and Friday, September the 23rd. For more information, go to WorksBee dot com forward slash Y Summit. That's W O R K Z B E dot com Y Summit. Mr. Safety Training, old, stale, and hacked. Mr. Safety Trainer, still preaching a warped version of behavior based safety. How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. 
So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. It's a new year, but it's feeling harder than ever to find and hire qualified people you need, especially for small businesses. That's where LinkedIn Job comes in. They make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering qualified hires versus leading competitors. I have to tell you that we have used LinkedIn jobs to even find some of the people that we have here at Safety FM. LinkedIn jobs can help you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your jobs for for free on linkedin.com slash safety fm that's linkedin.com slash safety fm to post your job for free terms and conditions to apply and don't forget to tell them that you heard it right here on safety fm you are listening to something magical <laughs> you're Not. listening to the rated r safety show Okay, there you go. 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out today. Uh, So let's start moving and grooving and start getting into this hit list because that is what we need to talk about because we need to take it from the top to the bottom to the bottom to the top and talk about everything that is going on inside of this all importante world of ours. Because uh, that's the thing. Anyways, uh, windy uh, thunderstorms quickly spread a wildfire in Northern California over the weekend, which has scorched more than 51,000 acres. The inferno has caused the evacuation of 2,000 residents so far. Officials say it is zero contained. Yeah, zero contained. At least 26 people have died from severe flooding in Kentucky, where um, where heavy rains have caused rivers, creeks, and streams to swell. More showers Sunday into Monday could bring flash floods with two inches of rain so far. Um, so two inches. Of, let me let me rephrase that. Two inches of rain fall every hour. It probably is the important part here. One section of Kentucky River reached 20.9 feet last week, breaking the previous record by more than six feet. Uh, more rain is expected this week and possibly through the weekend. So listen to that cluster of stuff that's going on from one side to the other in regards to the things that are going on. Kind of makes you start wondering about a lot of things that are going on inside of this world. That is for sure. So that's what's going on um, as we are 
talking. Anyway, seven people have been hospitalized following a shooting in Orlando, Florida, all whom are in stable condition. There were um, shots in uh, early hours on Sunday at a large uh, fight broke out in the city and multiple gunshots were heard. No suspects have been named. Mean, so I don't I mean, that's here, 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 here. Seven people have been hospitalized following a shooting in Orlando. I mean, I pick on every other place. So, yeah, right here in Orlando of Doe, that's where that occurred. Of course, I'm sure I'll have more news about that here in the very, very, very near future. Anyways, meanwhile, a 52-year-old man in northern Wisconsin has been arrested as a suspect in a stabbing spree that killed one teenager and injured multiple people. The man apparently attacked a group of friends aged 17 to 24 years old who were floating um, inner tubes on the Apple River. The 17-year-old has died for more have been uh, treated for stab wounds to their torso and chest. The suspect was arrested without um, much of a fight. Local news reports that charges um, and his identity are pending. No word yet on what caused the incident. So hold on. There's some people between the age of 17 to 24 that are going down the river. And... um, so I can't give you, I mean, it, I just, it just doesn't make sense. They're going down the river. You don't like this idea of some people down the river. So you decide that um, the option here is to stab people because you don't like this. I mean, this makes a lot of, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's continue talking real quick about some other things that are going on inside of this world of ours. Uh, sheep farmers in rural Australia believe that they've discovered uh, uh, a, sh- let's see, a, sh- a shard piece of a SpaceX Dragon rocket that fell to Earth on re-entry earlier this year. Local um, witnesses say that on July the 9th, they heard a loud bang. That shortly before the nine foot tall piece of uh, piece was found on the ground, nine foot, holy monkeys! Based on photos, um, analysts think that the fin of the rocket um, that aids the um, you know the aerodynamics during the launch. Amateur trackers say that uh, junk location lines up with the rocket reentry path. SpaceX has not confirmed that the scraps authenticity yet. So let's think about this real quick. It was a nine-foot piece of something. And let's just use this as an example of uh, when we start sending more stuff to the lunar um, area and to um, into space. I mean, what the freak is going to happen here? I mean, how much space junk are we starting to talk about here? Because maybe that's going to be the other question that we need to start asking uh, to have a, a slight better understanding of what the hell is going on. Because uh, I got some questions. And hopefully so do you. Anyways, let's continue talking. A Japanese researcher says that the next mass extinct, uh, extinction event on Earth um, is still centuries away if it happens at all. He looked at the average global temperature change during the last five known mass extinctions, which killed off the Earth's um, animal life each time. During those events, um, Earth cooled about 7 degrees Celsius or warmed up about 9 degrees Celsius. The researcher notes that even the most dire global um, warming predictions have the global warming by up by 4.4 degrees Celsius by the 2100s. 
Uh, so let's see. Worth noting, the last mass extinction, um, extinction event 250 million years ago happened over the course of 60,000 years. So it wasn't singular uh, catastrophe either. So just something to talk about. So um, I have to tell you, so this is the the fifth version of this happening. So we're about to go into the sixth version I don't know if about you. I mean, I I watched that Matrix movie way too many times. This sounds very Matrix-esque in regards to talking about it. I'm I'm just throwing that out there for some ideology um, because, you know, it has been brought up um, in regards to what we're talking about. Anyways, a new article in the Scientific Journal uh, of Researchers makes the case that Loch Ness monsters could be real after all. The study shows that dinosaurs called... Uh, that, that, that when dinosaurs called could have lived in a freshwater lake uh, similar to those that are found in Scotland where the mythical beast has been reportedly spotted over the years. Researchers found that, that fossils in Morocco um, at the at the site um, of what used to be a freshwater system 100 million years ago. The Plesiosaur was uh, previously believed to be the only live living saltwater environment. The Plesiosaur also has a long neck uh, just like the shadowy silhouette of the Loch Ness monster. So there you go. I'm glad that we're talking about sixth generation of the Matrix. I mean, I'm sorry, of the world. And then now we're talking about the Loch Ness monster because, you know, that just seems to tie into everything perfectly as we are hanging out on this morning. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more here. Let's bring in some John Smalls and let him tell you what the hell is going on inside of the world of the Market Beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Monday, August 1st, 2022. Equity markets rebounded last week following better-than-expected commentary from Fed Chief Jerome Powell. The FOMC hiked interest rates by only 75 basis points and indicated the pace of interest rate hikes could slow over the next two meetings. The bad news is the PCE index bellied that sentiment by rising to the highest level in 30 years as the pace of consumer-level inflation accelerates. The takeaway is that near-term headwinds are priced into the market, but long-term headwinds are still present and getting stronger. This week will be another hurdle for the market in regard to both economic data and the earnings. The economic data includes several key reads, but topping the list is the non-farm payroll report. The report is expected to show a slowdown in the pace of hiring and wages which is mixed news indeed. As for earnings, reports from another 20 to 30% of the S&P 500 are expected over the next five days. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know exactly what is going on. Let me give you a little bit more of a breakdown of what he was talking about. The dial added about 315 points on Friday to close at 32,845. The S&P added about 57 points to close at 4,130. The NASDAQ added about 228 points to close at 20,000, listen to me, uh, 12,390. West Texas Intermediate closed at $98 on Friday where Brent crude went back well over $100 a barrel, making it about 104. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $4.22 on Sunday. Bitcoin was flat on Sunday. It picked up about $82.20, trading just around uh, $23,700. And there were um, 3,975 flights delayed within, into, or out of the United States on Sunday and 467 such cancellations. And going back to the Bitcoin thing real quick, 
I started watching this very interesting uh, documentary uh, that's called, let's see, The Anarchist, which is on HBO Max. And they talk about this event that they used to have called in Acapulco. And I'm not sure if they still have it. I'm just saying because, you know, there's still a few more episodes left on on a, the documentary. So I don't know if it's been canceled. Blah, blah, blah. But I did not realize that out of that event, there was a big foundation of Bitcoin that came out of that. And it's an interesting thing if you're into Bitcoin and wanting to know a little bit more information about it. And I'm just saying information, not really um, how to invest or anything like that. But HBO Max, The Anarchist, um, would strongly recommend it. I'll put it to you this way. Before this show started this morning, last night, episode four dropped, which I don't get into the morning because on how HBO Max works, I was up this morning trying to watch that thing before we got into here uh, just to make sure that I could be up to par with everything that's going on. So just <laughs> just going from there. Anyways, let's get into the weekend box office and what happened inside of the weekend um, with the charts and all that kind of fun stuff. So taking it from the 10th spot, Vengeance was a, uh, made $1.7 million at the number 10 spot. At number 9 was Jurassic Park, or excuse me, Jurassic World Dominion with $2 million. At number 8 was The Black Phone with $2.4 million. At number 7, Elvis with $5.8 million. At number 6, Where the Crawdads Sing, $7.5 million. At number 5, Five Top Gun Maverick, $8.2 million. At number four, Minions, The Rise of Gru, $10.8 million. At number three was um, Thor, Love, and Thunder, $13 million. And then at number two was Nope with $18.5 million. And then listen to this, because this is kind of proves to us that we want so much stuff related to Movies about superheroes. DC Leagues of Super Pets is the new number one movie in America. $23 million. Yep, animation. There you go. So, some stuff going on right there as we are talking and moving and grooving and doing all the interesting stuff that we get to do. So, anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world of ours because that is what we are doing Anyways, migrants detained in Florida waters. Border Patrol agents are seeing more migrants from Cuba in a risky trek towards freedom. Natalie Rodriguez has more info. 21 Cuban nationals were taken into custody in two separate landings in the Florida Keys. According to U.S. Border Patrol, 17 migrants came ashore in Big Pine Key and four others landed in Key Colony Beach. No injuries or medical concerns are reported. On Saturday, a Coast Guard crew repatriated 83 Cubans to the communist island following several recent interdictions off the Florida Keys. Natalie Rodriguez, Miami. Okay, thank you, Natalie, for that one and letting us know what is going on inside of the world of the news. A dispute between two neighbors leads to a shooting. Police are investigating an argument between two neighbors that led to a shooting in Thousand Oaks in California. Daniel Martindale has more info. A 51-year-old man was shot shortly before 7.30 Saturday night. The Ventura County Sheriff's Office says the man was shot in the head and is hospitalized but is expected to survive. Deputies interviewed both men but have not made any arrests. It's unclear why no arrests have been made. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, thank you, Daniel Martindale, for that one on what is going on there. Take a listen to this. Cops search for a man who attacked a woman walking a dog. In Brooklyn, police are searching for a man who put uh, put a woman in Bushnick, Brooklyn, in a chokehold on Saturday morning and then sexually assaulted her 
Listen to what Noam Leiden has to say about this. Neighbors are shocked that a crime like that could take place at 8.30 in the morning. Had somebody been out here, you know, maybe something could have been done. <laughs> if he gets caught doing something, he's in trouble. The woman was out walking her dog when she was jumped from behind on Woodbine Street. She has injuries to her neck and face. Investigators have released surveillance images of the wanted attacker and hope someone will turn him in. Noam Leiden, NBC News Radio, New York. Okay, let's think about this real quick i i can't believe that this happened at this time of the day what about i can't believe that this shit happened at all i maybe that's the other um iteration of that opposed to i can't believe that this happened during this time of day that's kind of a weird thing i mean women should not be sexually assaulted period um but definitely not when they're walking their dog down the street um in the in the middle of any point i mean how weird is that Anyway, this is continue talking. Machete-wielding man arrested after a long standoff. A man who was holding a machete is uh, is behind bars following a standoff with um, Oxnard police. Daniel Martindale has more info. Authorities say he used that machete when trying to rob a family member at about noon Sunday. When police showed up, the guy locked himself inside a car and refused to come out for several hours. A SWAT team, crisis negotiation team, canine, and drone were all called in while police waited for him to surrender. He finally got out of the car and made a run for it, but the police canine chased him down and took him down, allowing fellow officers to make the arrest. I'm Daniel Martindale. Okay, thank you, Daniel, for that one. I mean, let me know not to go to California. Uh, so there you go. Just some things to think about. I'm going to talk about this real quick because I'm going to try to save you some time today um, in regards of what's going on. August starts with National Girlfriend Day today. I normally don't talk about, you know, what the days are until towards the end, but I think it's important for us to have this discussion right now because uh, I don't want you to get in any kind of trouble. Take a listen real quick to what Mark Mayfield has to say. It's a bit different than National Boyfriend Day, which is observed in October and is meant to recognize the love interest in your life. National Girlfriends Day encourages women across the country to get together and to celebrate their friendships. I'm Mark Mayfield. Yep. That's what you thought. See, I knew you were thinking something else before that actually happened, but I wanted to bring that up. So let's talk about this real quick. World Naked Bike Ride. Yeah, thousands of bear their love and bodies for um, bicycling in the world's naked bike ride in Portland, Oregon. Uh, one cyclist, Nathan, uh, says that organizers and attendees share a common goal of empowering uh, riders to embrace their bodies while also taking a stand for climate change. The camaraderie and the communal spirit is really powerful um, and really encouraging. Like A lot of us have a, mes- a message that we carry with us. Cyclist participation in the unique event Saturday is in the midst of the heat wave. Uh, three main causes of the year are antibody shaming, cyclist vulner- vulnerability, and protesting oil dependency. More than 10,000 people have showed up to participate in the nude bike ride um, in the years past, which returned after the last two years were canceled due to the pandemic. Organizer Evan Ross is having the event during the heat wave actually makes the message more effective. But on a day like this where we are experiencing a heat wave, it's a perfect day to protest oil dependency because we think that the combustion of fossil fuels is adding and making our weather hotter. You know, it's a, it's a good cause, it sounds like for sure. My question to ask right away is how much um, bicycle sharing happens? Because I have a lot of questions if that is the case. 
Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, here we go. It is currently 32 minutes past the top of the hour, so it is time to do the main story for today because, you know, that's what we do. Even though if you really start thinking about it, if you have a main story, it should be the last thing that you do, not the thing that you do to the middle because that would almost be like the mid-story. But at this point, well, we've already done it as the main story for so long. What the hell? Why, why should we change it? Okay, really, that was just a setup. Let's be realistic here. Let me tell you what's going on. Let's talk about something that's important. So I wanted to address this today, and there's really not a pretty way to put it. There's not an ugly way to put it, but there's not a gorgeous way to put it either. So let's just talk. That might be the easier resolution of this. You know, we are out there doing the things that we do for the work that we do. And I'm talking about what you and I do for work, which is mostly, you know, interacting with the world of safety and trying to make our community safer, trying to make our organization safer and all that kind of fun stuff. But let's talk. Let's talk about this whole idea on how we want to be different, on how we want to do all these things that are going to change our community and how they're going to change everything that we wanted to do inside of the world of safety, how we wanted to change everything inside of that um, mechanism because it was so important to do so. But then something happens. Something changes. Something kind of goes off and we change our mind about something. And what am I talking about here? Why is it that when something goes wrong, we decide to default to the things that we learned before that we hated? Think about it real quick. And you have been here for, if you've been here for a while, you've seen this. You've seen this happen. We've talked about it. We've had individuals. We've had shows. We've had people that when, you know, the big organizations come knocking because now they like their messaging. Now they like the messaging that's being heard on certain aspects. All of a sudden, I am willing to change. I am willing to, we won't call it sell out, but we are willing to give up what we originally believed in to tie it into your larger organization because that's how you thought that you were going to get some kind of attention, how you were going to get some kind of static. So why is it that if you want to change so much, we're willing to call back to what we did in the past? And, you know, one can sit back here and argue for a moment, well, why reinvent the wheel if things worked so fine before? Well, I think that with the movement that we have going on, and we've had for years, the reason that we wanted the change is because we did not like the, the we'll call it quote-unquote, corporal punishment on how they looked at things. And I'm talking about people that we work for inside of organizations on well, uh, you need to give me a near miss report. You need to give me um, ups and downs. You need to give me uh, leading and lagging indicators because that is the way that we are going to control our environment. But it's interesting that when we go somewhere and we start doing stuff that we did not believe in before, we're willing to do it if somebody's willing to, um, well, let's just say it real, finance it in a better situation than what you had before. And listen, I understand that the work that you do is for a couple of different reasons. You want to support your family, support yourself. You want to make sure you eat. It makes sense to me. 
and uh, you want to make sure that you know that you're able to live and keep keep people safe. But why is it that so many are willing to sell that? Why is it that so many are willing to sell what they think that is wrong to make sure they have a job? And that's where some of this confusion sometimes comes about. And listen, this is not um, soapbox standing, grandstanding, none of that stuff today. It's having a conversation. Just stuff to think about. Why do we default back to the things that we don't believe in for the understanding of receiving a check? Also for the whole agreement of doing something that we don't believe in. Listen, I will tell you, I will tell you, and it's not to sit here and be like, ha ha ha, but I was doing, I was doing well. I was doing well with an organization with repeated letters in a row. And was doing work for them. But I got to the point, even though, you know, people call it their nine to five. I was actually getting into that place like it's six something in the morning. Um, But I hated it. I hated selling my belief system into something that they could never see change. And listen, it's not, not the aspect of we cannot change. And there's certain things that you have to do. It's the whole aspect of selling everything that's right. I will tell you, and I can tell you to this day, there were some things that were done inside of that organization that I remember emailing the CEO of the company and saying, blah, blah, blah. And he refused to reply to me and had the lawyer of the organization contact me and say that they were not going to address this via email because emails were discoverable. Even though there was, you know, a whole, um, well, a whole array of things that were wrong that needed to be addressed. And I was told, because at the time I remember being at a conference, to leave the conference and to immediately report back to work. And this needed to be corrected immediately, the issues that I had found. These issues had been there for years, and they were not going to be an overnight fix. So me being the nice person that I am, I replied back. And I said, listen, I will not be coming back until after the conference is over. And, um, and then we can see what we can do to address this. And I remember getting that whole email of, we're not used to people telling us now. Okay. <laughs> I guess get used to it. But, you know, that's, that's not what I'm trying to cause you to do. I'm trying to get you to think. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to sacrifice? What is your belief system that's strong enough that you won't revert to the past? What is it that's strong enough that you won't sell for? Because listen, can you sleep at night at the organization that you work for with the things that are going on? Can you? Like, are you okay? Day in, day out, when you wake up, are you good? When you go to sleep, do you know that everything's right that's going on there? Not everything, but, you know, manageable. That's the question to ask. Because if you know that you are not being able to stand up for what is correct, are you in the right place? Because here's the thing. If you don't do stuff to revolutionize the place that you work at and things don't change from upper management down, people there will do the greatest revolutionary act of all. They'll leave. Think about it. Oops. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You're listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes, cyber thieves around the world know Our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, vanishes, you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home Title Locks puts a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre Accident Investigation, Blaine J. Hoffman with the Safety Pro, The Hop Nerd, Sam Goodman, just to name a few on what could be found on the station. Different things for different people trying to bring 
safety in an entertaining form. SafetyFM.com. Go to the website, download the app, and carry it with you all day long. SafetyFM.com. We'll be waiting for you. coming your way this morning. This is Robot by Adeline Park. Excuse me, Adeline Pike. Songs readily available on iTunes and Spotify. Thanks to Adeline Park for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. Little mellow chill kind of thing. So, um, taking a look around in regards to some of the messaging that is coming in. So, yeah, I can tell that not everybody loves what I have to say, and it's okay. That's the cool part about you and I hanging out. Um, so, there you go. I also saw some callers coming in. Uh, the one that I found was interesting, I guess, Jim Polzel was trying to call in. Um, with saying, instead of saying hello, reason and intent for calling in, not hello, it was hell. So, I don't know. Maybe, he, hopefully, you're not going through hell, my friend. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so let's start talking real quick. Let's start talking about some of the most important stuff that I will tell you at any point of you and I hanging out. And that is about the National Prevention Lifeline is now the 9888 Suicide Crisis Lifeline, just in case. So 988 Suicide Lifeline, um, we can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention, and crisis resources for you or your loved ones. The best practices for professionals in the United States. For more information, all you have to do is go to 9888lifeline.org. That's 9888lifeline.org or call 988. That's it. If you're in the U.S., you just do 988, and that will get you right there. The other side of the whole thing um, becomes one of those very interesting things is that you can text the word TALK to 9888, and that will get you interaction inside of there. Listen, you never know when this information is going to be important, so I always tell people try to keep up to um, keep up to par with it because it's important to know. It's not an easy conversation, but I think it's a conversation that we should have not sometime, but all the time. This should become such a normalized conversation of, hey, listen, if you are going through some kind of emotional distress, if you are going through some kind of issue whatsoever, we should be able to talk about it. Seriously, there is no doubt about it in regards to being able to have this conversation. So that's something to think about as we are talking. Anyway, so that's it. So 9888lifeline.org for more info. 
Let's continue talking about some things that are going on inside of this world uh, because it is important. Anyways, Canada Canada is set to become the first country in the world to require that uh, a warning to be printed on every cigarette. Mental Health and Addiction Minister uh, Carolyn Bennett said that the measure is meant to be more for people including young people who often share cigarettes and never see the warning printed on the packaging. A 75-day consultation period begins um, about this information with the requirement along with the changes of cigarette packs that include a longer list um, of smoking health effects um, expected to be part in force by the later half of 2023. I know that I imagine uh, getting, uh, you know, the ones that tells you that smoking causes impotence and then I'd send it right back and tell them to give me that kind of uh, that kind of causes uh, uh, um, cancer instead. And I can only say that I hope that the ink that they use to print the warning on the cigarette is uh, safe to smoke. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. That's some stuff to talk about because, you know, you, you never know what the hell is going on. Uh, so let's continue talking real quick. Um, something came up when I was pulling some stuff up, and I don't know if we should talk about it because it probably would not be so inclined for this show. But, hey, it is Monday, so why not talk about it? Most confusing movies of all time, according to an analyst um, at um, I am a puzzle.com, the Internet searches that include... Uh, uh film titles following the explanation so let's go backwards here and number 10 comes in fight club 1999's david fincher adaptation uh reaches 5,900 searches per month numbers 11 through 15 um are um the matrix memento inception 2001 a space oddity at number nine arrival uh it's a drama that gets about six thousand searches per month and number eight the shining stanley kubrick film prompts about 6300 searches a month the nocturnal animals tom ford dramatic thriller achieves about 666 uh search or excuse me 6600 searches a month uh the interstellar nolan again gets about uh 7,100 searches a month. Mulholland Drive, David Lynch's notorious confusing thriller, reaches about 9,700 searches a month. Donnie Darko, Richard Kelly's, yeah, Richard Kelly, not the Richard Kelly that I used to interact with, uh, film prompts 18,000 searches a month. Shutter Island, Martin Scorsese's psychological thriller confuses about 31,000 people a month. I'm thinking of ending things. Charlie Kaufman's Netflix movie reaches about 50,000 a month. And Tenet, Christopher Nolan's um, latest result, um, it is an astronomical 70,000 searches a month and reasons of people being confused about what the hell is going on with movies. Yeah, I know I jumped to movies real quick, but are, do any movies come to mind for you that you get confused about when seeing them? I mean, I'm just asking the question because I really ha- want to have a better understanding. Anyways, with that being said, I think it's time to bring in some John Smalls. Let him tell us about the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Jennifer. Oprah Winfrey said, The more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. I love this. I agree, too. I think we often steer our life in the direction we focus on. I know people who are super negative every day. They seem to spiral downward throughout the day. I know other positive people who seem to rise above everything that comes their way. Why would you choose to be miserable? I know you may not think you're choosing it, but try really hard to focus on being happy and see what happens. 
I try really hard to see the best in everything. Sometimes that's not easy, but it's always well worth the effort. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AllAwesomeWorking.com. So what exactly happens to your body when you decide to take a break from food? Within four to six hours of meal consumption, your stomach normally empties and hunger hormone ghrelin increases. After the initial wave of hunger, ghrelin decreases but continues to rise and fall throughout the time of not eating. After 12 hours, the digestive system goes to rest. Insulin is done moving nutrients from your cells to storage and your body runs on stored glucose. After 16 to 24 hours of no food, your body runs on stored fat. Ketones are produced by the liver to fuel the brain. Cleanup process of old cells is initiated, also called autophagy. Inflammation throughout your body decreases. And secretion of growth hormone and norepinephrine rises, supporting your metabolism as you fast. For additional information, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Oh, yes, entertainment at its finest, that is for sure. 53 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are still hanging and banging on this lovely Monday, the very good start uh, to our week. So if you have not heard, President Joe Biden has a... Uh, a second round of COVID testing uh, positive for the virus after a few days of testing negative. He reportedly has no symptoms, but will quarantine um, just for you to have that information in case you did not hear it. Anyways, an Illinois resident is a big winner on Friday. 1.28 million mega, mega millions drawing uh, for the second largest uh, mega million jackpot ever. Tuesday's drawing will be for $20 million jackpot or $11.6 million cash payout. So congratulations that was out there uh, coming out of Illinois. No winner for Saturday's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $187 million jackpot or a $110.6 million cash payout. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there if you're so called to falling involved, wanting to know what is going on with that anyways let's take a look at what some of the things that happened back on this date real quick i'll reference this real quick dr uh anthony fauci says that things are going to get worse as cases of covid19 double in 10 days this is back in 2021 the surge is caused by the delta variant also on this day the u.s passes 35 million cases of the virus california becomes the first state to hit 4 million cases that was all back in 2021 if you're looking at some birthdays for today, I got some of those for you. Elijah Kelly, 36. Ashley Park, Angel, 41. Jason Momoa turns 43 today. Emily Jones, 45. Uh, Sam Mendez, 57. Not the Sam Mendez you're thinking. I'm talking about the stage director. Coolio, 59. John Carroll Lynch, 59. And Joe Elliott, rock singer from Def Leppard, in case you were not sure who he was. 63 today so there you go if you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate well i got some of those for you respect for parents day national minority donor awareness day national girlfriend day that we already talked about and then last but not least national raspberry cream pie day well what is an excellent day national cream raspberry cream pie day 
Sounds like some fun times when you start thinking about it. That is for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking in regards of um, some other things that are going on inside of the world here. Take a listen to this. Uh, Democrats pushing for another vote on vets' health care bill. Democrats and veterans activists are pushing for another vote this week on the bill that extends health care to veterans. New York Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer, along with others, have been critical of Republicans who previously prevented the bill on passing. The Veterans Administration refuses to treat them and makes them jump through all kinds of hoops. The bottom line is that this bill says, no, VA, you have to treat them. The bill expanded health care for several million veterans exposed to toxic burn pits. Republican Senator Pat Tomey uh, of Pennsylvania argues the bill allows unrelated uh, spending and wants the bill to be amended. Senator Schumer is vowing to hold another vote on the bill this week. Comedian John Stewart says that the bill um, was previously um, supported by Republicans before they rejected it last week. There's been no funding change since then. There's been no gimmick inserted by anybody. None of this makes any sense. So there you go. That's what's going on right there. Anyways, that's going to pretty much sum up our time together. If you want to, at the top of the hour, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come out, hang out for the next couple hours or so, we get to do some music stuff together and have some fun times. If not, you can keep it locked right here on Safety FM, and we will be moving on with the world of safety because that's what happens right here. Anyways, I can give you a random joke for today. I would love to give you this one. Some people stay longer when they're leaving than others do when they're staying. Uh, if you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What one thing would the rest of your graduating class remember about you? That I had hair at the time. <laughs> uh, if you need a question for the water cooler, try this one. Question. In a survey, just 3% of dads said that they'd love uh, to get this for Father's Day. What is it? Flowers. There you go. Some stuff to think about. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen to what we have going on right here. I know who you are. Ah, did you really think I was going to do it? I really wasn't. But this is what I'll tell you next. If I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this. One person with passion is better than 40 people that are merely interested. Think about that. One person with passion, 40 people merely interested. Now, here you go. Thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener and also on the side of the house of Radio Big. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.